Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show and you'll be able to find it. It's 409 here in the studio, 79 degrees and partly sunny. I love talking about local events like this, and this is something I, I surely could get behind. Uh, this Sunday, August 27th, is uh, the Never Forgotten Motorcycle Ride, and I'm happy to bring in Ethan, who's a board member with the Never Forgotten Motorcycle Ride. Ethan, thanks for joining us on The Rob O'Donnell Show. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me. No problem. I appreciate you contacting me on this. I'm glad we can get it out over the air. Tell us a little about, about yourself and tell us about this event. All right, so I'm a uh, retired Scranton police officer, as well as most of our uh, members are, or they're active police officers and their spouses. Um, this is our eighth annual Never Forgotten Motorcycle Ride. Uh, we do it, we raise funds for uh, first responders in our area uh, when they have any kind of on-duty or off-duty accident or incident and they're out of work or uh, any kind of family-related illness, major illness, things like that, we'll provide some assistance for them. And then we also uh, donate some of the proceeds to the graduating cadets of the Act 120. <clears throat> Excuse me, because uh, I don't know if most people know, but the majority of the cadets are funding this on their own. And then when they get out, they have to buy all their own gear for the most part as well, guns, body armor, things like that. Some places can provide them, some can't, so it relies on the officer uh, to provide for themselves. So we give them a little bit of help along the way when they're starting out that's great news uh, a lot of people don't know that that unless you're sponsored by a department and paid and paid for to go there you are picking up the cost yourself and like you said the equipment is very costly you get it out there a lot of times it's just part-time work in different departments piecing a, a career together at first till you get a full-time position which sometimes takes years here in northeast pennsylvania uh even with the the recruitment issue here you know it's still our area seems to be doing pretty good and uh you know, it's glad that you guys fill that void to help the, the cadets out with something like that. Yeah, we try to do our best. And, you know, to to add to that, too, especially with a lot of the part-timers, whether they be EMS, which most EMS and, and firefighters in our area, they're all volunteer. Um, and a lot of the part-time police officers, if they get injured or, or, or something happens, you know, most of them are working two, three, four jobs. Most of them are, some of them are working, you know, they might be working at a different place, who knows where, not being a police officer or first responder. And then eight hours later, they're on the street being a police officer or first responder. So when stuff happens to them outside of work, a lot of times, unfortunately, they don't have uh, a department to fall back on because they're part time. So we try to fill in the gaps where we can. That's great work there. Great work. So tell us about this event on this Sunday, August 27th. So this is our eighth annual ride. Uh, we start at uh, Laceworks Tap and Grill, which is at 524 Court Street in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, registration is from 9 to 1030. Kick stands up at 11. So from Laceworks, we go to Arlo's uh, Bar and Grill. And then from Arlo's, we go to Crossroads Bar and Grill. And then we end at Laceworks. So when we get back to Laceworks, we'll have food, refreshments, and music, as well as I think this year we're up to 70 baskets. Uh, and we have like three or four major prizes, which those are, we don't know every year, you know, it could be tickets to a Steelers game, big screen TV. We don't know. Um, but it's just a great time. You know, uh, it, it's just a great time to get everybody involved and, and come out and support a great cause. 
Now, the weather looks great for Sunday. You know, mix of sun and clouds, a little breezy at times, less humid, high 76. Perfect motorcycle weather to get out there and do it. How many motorcycles do you guys expect? You know, this is your eighth annual. Do you have a kind of range of what you're looking for? You know, we do. Um, we're very fortunate in our area. We do have a lot of support behind first responders. We typically average, um, I, I'd say anywhere from, you know, I guess in the low end, 150. We've gone up some years as much as 450. So we kind of don't know. Weather plays a lot. There's also a lot of other competing rides, too, and other things. Um, you know, so uh, it, it's we don't know. But we average we on the low end, typically about 150 is our average. But it, usually it's up from there. All right, so that's great for our guys and gals out there who have a motorcycle, want to participate. They can get there earlier that day and register for the event, correct? Correct. Uh, that is from Registration for that is from 9 to 1030. 9 to 1030. Now, people who just want to support the event, they don't ride a motorcycle, they don't own a motorcycle, but they want to come out and support first responders. What's the best way for them to do it on Sunday? Just come out to Laceworks, be there. Uh, the best thing, really, especially for us leaving and then coming back, you know, you might want to get there uh you know we, we leave at 11 so it's always good to see them leave and then when they come back typically around three o'clock we try to be back there by and you get to see them come in and then you can just hang out it's ten dollars for non-riders at the gate uh that includes the same thing you get food refreshments and, and everything else that comes along with it and you, you'll have tickets there to, for the 70 baskets that you said you'll have they'll be on display oh, yeah. people can look at them Yep. Yeah, we have them all separated, and and uh, our our basket committee they do a great job at, at keeping everything organized. And uh, yeah, they'll be there, and you know it's, it's a great time to to get out and just su- support a great cause. Oh, no doubt. And like I said, the weather looks like it's it's ideal for for this type yeah. of event. Uh, I know you guys watch that. You know, as as as, as the day gets closer and closer, that's one of the biggest things going on because that could be a, the, the monkey wrench that you don't want. Um, and with this year, you never know. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's 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 going there. Um, anything else we need to know? If people want to support your organization outside of this event, is there any avenues for them to do so? Yes, you can. So you can follow us on Facebook. Just look us up, um, Never Forgotten Motorcycle Ride, and then our website, neverforgottenride.com. Um, you can support us through that as well. And we sell T-shirts, and at the event we have T-shirts and pins and all kinds of other stuff from previous years that we have, so you can kind of get – I, you know, up a couple of years worth of T-shirts too, and we, you know, sell them for just a couple bucks. Uh, that's all. And everything is a donation. We're a five hundred one c three. Everything is a donation. We don't profit off this at all. We don't. It's this is all all uh, volunteer and donation. It's great work. And and some of the things you, know, you kind of touched on, you know, helping first responders or helping your law enforcement who are injured. You know, helping them getting started in their career. Is there anything else you guys focus on doing? Well, with the families, too, you know, it's not just the first responders, uh, you know, it is, but their families as well. We've you could check out our website. You know, we we have everything that we've mostly everything, um, things that we've donated to and, um, you know, their families as well. A lot of illnesses, a lot of unfortunately sick kids, spouses, whatever it is, you know, we we get involved that way. And it's not just locally. We have reached out uh, mainly within Pennsylvania to to uh, other areas. I know where you just reached out to the troopers. I believe I was out in Western PA somewhere that they were uh, shot. Uh, I believe it was three of them. They were shot. So we reached out and sent a little bit of help out to them as well. All right, great. So you guys, you know, there's no real boundaries to what you do. You look for the cause and you look to, to help it. Uh, do you guys have any other major events during the year that, that people can be on the lookout for? No, so this this is really all we do. Again, this is all uh, on our own time, so and it does take a while, even though this is our eighth year. 
it's a pretty well-oiled machine, but there's always glitches. Um, so we start planning, and it does take a little bit of time. So this this is really kind of what you know we we do one event a year, and this this is this is our big thing. All right, so we need we need you guys in Northeast Pennsylvania to get out here to the Never Forgotten Motorcycle Ride. It starts off in Scranton, um, you know, and takes your ride. If you're not a rider, if you don't own a motor- motorcycle, you can go there for ten dollars. You can get in on the baskets that they have there. You can enjoy some good food, see some great motorcycles. I'm sure I see them in our area all the time. Um, and again, get out and, and support your first responders all in Northeast Pennsylvania. And Rob, if I may, real quick. Uh, I, I just want to, we, we as an organization just want to thank everybody that's come out and continue to support us throughout these years. You know, with, with the climate uh, around policing and first responders, it's, it's recently, it's really incredible and just great to see the support we have locally for the police and first responder community. I mean, it's, it's rare to see that uh, across the country, and we're very fortunate here that we have them. We can't thank everybody enough that comes out to support us, because without Without you guys, we can't do this, and we can't help anybody. So, you know, we might put this on, but really it's because of everyone that comes out and, and supports us that we're able to help people, and we can't thank everybody enough for that. That's a great acknowledgement, and you're 100% correct there. That's the reason I chose to spend the rest of my life here and even come back here after I left for a little bit. You know, this this is a great place to be. It's a great place to live as far as, you know, the the – the support around everything in regards to first responders, from our 911 operators to our volunteer EMTs to our volunteer fire departments to our town, you know, township police officers, which are sometimes just one or two people, uh, to, to, yep. your, to your larger departments like a Scranton and uh, a Wilkesbury and you know a Dunmore and some stuff like that. Uh, it's just great that they have you have you guys have something like this. Put it out there. I love the name, the Never Forgotten Forgotten Motorcycle Ride. And uh, I'm looking forward to a great event. I I'm, I'm hope it's a really uh, success for you guys. And I hope to see the public out there. Even if you don't have a motorcycle, get out there. You know, spend a little time on it. Put in for a basket. Um, they don't have if they if they throw their tickets in early for a basket, they don't have to be there to the end. Uh, they just trick down nope, the number they, or anything. Correct. Yeah. If they're not there, that's okay. We'll give them a call. We'll bring it to them, or we'll meet some way to you know get some way to to meet up with them somewhere. We're very accommodating. Great information. Um, I appreciate your call. I reach. I appreciate you reaching out to me, Ethan. And anything I can do to promote your events that you guys do, feel free to contact me anytime. Absolutely, we love to see you there. I know you got stuff going on, but maybe next year, and we'll even put you on a bike if you want. No, I own a bike. It's in storage. Uh, maybe I'll have to pull it out for another well. year. I, I won't have it for this year, but I'll have to get it out uh, and join you well. guys. But Sunday, I, I you know I may be able to stop by on Sunday. So uh, you know, I'll 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 ask for you if I get down there. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a call. We'll, we, we'd love to have you there. Absolutely. Sounds great. Ethan, I appreciate you calling again. This is Sunday, August 27th, 2023. And um, sign-up times is from 9 to 1030 for the Never Forgotten Motorcycle Ride. Ethan, I appreciate your call. Rob, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great weekend. You. Uh, Sunday, this, this Sunday, Sunday, August 27th. Good to hear. Um, the Never Forgotten Motorcycle Ride. He's expecting anywhere between 150 and 400 motorcycles, spectators. They got 70 baskets. It sounds like a great event. Nice. Sounds like fun. Yep. All right. And where's it taking off from? Um, I should pay closer attention. Downtown Scranton. Uh, oh, wow. So like a uh, central location. Lace, Laceworks in Scranton. Very cool. Very nice. So. All right. I always forgot. Somebody texted me and sent me a note um, about a car show tomorrow. 
at the Stony Mountain car, uh, Campground. It's their annual big car show in there. They'll have basket raffles and some cool stuff going on there, too. So, Jeff Bush, I remembered to mention it for you. Sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, that starts at noon, and I'm going to be in Wyalu sing up at the uh, American Legion. Or the Oh, something like that. American Legion, I think. Yeah, if I can get my, mm-hmm. my dining room table done on Saturday, I may stop by to this on Sunday. I'm going to do, do my best. It'll make me work faster. Yeah, let me see. I might be, I don't know what I'm doing on Sunday. Yeah. But I don't have a Well, bike. you're on vacation, so you're supposed to not Was know what you're doing. I allowed to bring my car? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to camp out in my backyard. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to ask about that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 421 hey, here. I have like a wooded area that I can hide in. Okay. So don't make fun of me. No, not making fun. Don't Just... judge. Don't judge. <laughs> Time for traffic and weather here. <laughs> you know, I'm rocking back radio. and forth like yeah, it's over I, don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just rocking back and forth. This Penn Teledata Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by Krispy Kreme in Clark Summit and Scranton. We do have quite a jam on 81 between Lenox and Waverly, both directions. You come that way. Is that just an ongoing mess? Like they're not? It doesn't look like they're doing any work there. I had to avoid 81 altogether today, mm-hmm. and it's 100% correct. Everyone, I'm seeing New York, Ontario license yeah. plate on the side roads, and they're jamming up the side roads. And messing they don't know yep. where they're going. Mm-hmm. They're driving too fast. It's... Yeah, they have no common courtesy. Don't know anything about like yes. how a curve might work in Northeast PA. It's it's crazy. If you are the sky. Township police, if you're the Mayfield police, if you are the German police, Dalton. start enforcing your roads on the sides because they are using it as a highway yeah. cut through. Except and if it's my car, if you want me to give me your license plate, <laughs> like give me a call, like you know, no kidding. Oh, yeah, so watch out for that. That is all jammed up, plus, then you're gonna have problems on the side roads. There's no other problems to report on 81, maybe a little bit of slowing from music to Scranton 81 northbound. Heavy traffic construction North River Street in Wilkesbury might hold you up just a bit, and very heavy bumper to bumper traffic on Kaiser Avenue in Scranton, taking you to the Morgan Highway. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570 Two six nine Nikki Stone WILK traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, scattered showers and storms possible, high 78. Tonight, cloudy, low 66. Saturday, partly sunny with a few spotty showers, maybe. High 82. And Sunday, Sunday's the day for the never forgotten motorcycle ride. It's a mix of sun and clouds, a little breezy at times, and less humid, high 76. Perfect weather for a fundraiser and a motorcycle ride. It's currently 79 degrees and partly sunny at 423 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 427 here at the station, 79 degrees and partly sunny. Well, not breaking news. We talked about it yesterday, but it did happen after the show yesterday. I did watch it live, uh, but Donald Trump uh, turned himself in to the Fulton County Sheriff's Office to be processed. He was there for, I think, only about 15 minutes. He was in and out. I thought it would be more of a process time, but it really was not. Then there was the fake mug shot that left, and anyone who pays attention to anything, would see that you know Donald Trump had a solid red tie on as he got off the plane, as he was on his way to turn himself in. And then there was this mugshot, this phony mugshot that was out there where he had a blue pattern tie. And uh, you know a lot of mainstream organizations put it out as that was the, uh, the booking photo. If you've gone to my social media, you've seen my picture with the booking photo. That's how easy they are to make. Uh, and that was the purpose of me making... The one as well. But 
you know, they they did release the the second one, and I, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of it. And it is what it is. And the Trump campaign have already made it a campaign fundraising issue, with it being on everything from T-shirts to sweatshirts to mugs to whatever you want it to be on. But he was in and out rather quickly. That's the thing that that got me. He did make a statement back at the airport before he left. Uh, it was you know typical, actually less toned down, a uh, more toned down station uh, statement than Donald Trump normally makes. I think part of his agreement for his bond, where he will not make threats, he will not harass, he will not threaten, he will not do anything to any of the witnesses, the co-defendants, the unindicted co-defendants, the the DAs, the lawyers in the case, the judge, and everything like that. And again, it was an agreement. This is uh, there were some text messages yesterday that said. Well, how do they violate his First Amendment rights to do this? Well, it's an agreement to bond. He's agreeing to it. He does not have to agree to it, and he could have pushed back and said, no, I'm not going to do those things. But then you risk the chance of being detained, not getting bond. And it appears he didn't want to go in that direction or challenge that in that manner. So his lawyers have agreed to this. The thing that that shocked a lot of people is the day just before the day of him turning himself in yesterday— he changes his lawyer again on this case. So it's going to be interesting to see how we move forward with this. There's already gamesmanship back and forth where one of his co-defendants have already said that, yes, a lawyer said, yes, I want a speedy trial, which is forcing the DA to say, okay, well, then we're going to try everybody speedy. And that's not the way this goes. Uh, each defendant has their right to have their own type of trial, and if other defendants waive their right to a speedy trial because they want to go over the tens of thousands of inf- documents that are discovery in this case, the last recording that I saw, it was like 14,000 pages of discovery. And with this many defendants and whatever statements has, you know, we'll be sure to say that. News Reports is bringing out that three of the electorates in Georgia are saying now that Trump's lawyers force them to sign you know the, the the electorate forms that they signed and they were kind of pushed back and says well how were you forced and does that how does that affect the other things you did and they really didn't have an answer for that and again this could be media spin this could be da leaks this could be you know the l- l- real statements from these co-defendants uh this is just the start of a very long process i think the discovery in this case is going to be eye-opening for a lot of people Uh, And it's going to go in a lot of directions, and it's going to take a long time. I think the speediness of this is not really going to be at the forefront. And if people think this is going to be all wrapped up and said and done by the election, I think you're sadly mistaken. There is no—I don't care what this case was. You are not trying 19 people in a year. It's just not the way our justice system works now. Hell, I, I got called for a case from 22 years ago the other day. Thankfully, you know, it settled itself and I didn't have to go in, but they were ordering me into Manhattan to testify in a case from 22 years ago. And I said, what's going on with the justice system? Oh, we're in backlog. 22 years backlog? But with delays and such like that, used by both sides. Defense, don't get this wrong, defense used delays and the prosecutor used delays. But with that caveat of a right to a speedy trial, you could waive that or you can enforce that. That's your right as the defendant. And we'll see how it goes when we move forward with this. It's 4.32 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 4.38, 80 degrees and partly sunny outside. It's a song called Stand by a local artist and friend, Nate Hosey. Uh, If you can 
look him up and look up some of his music. He's a great artist, and this song fit perfect with recognizing our nation's heroes uh, across America who made the ultimate sacrifice. 76 police officers made the ultimate sacrifice, and I am proud to announce that none from here in Pennsylvania on this day. So that's always a good day that I can say that, and uh, you really can't say that too often, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, I, I think I can count on one hand the amount of times I was able to say that we've had none here in Pennsylvania. We can go to the phones now. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let me go to uh, Jack from Scranton on Republicans and Democrats. Jack. Jack, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep, you're on the air. I want to talk about the double standard of the Justice Department and the Democratic Party. Number one, all the way back to when Gore was lost the presidency to Bush by, what, 550 votes. They went through court after court after court. They kept crying that it was fixed, it was this, it was that. You had Hillary saying uh, Trump's an illegitimate president over and over and over. Then you went and had... Uh, Stacey Abrams, she lost the election, and she went and went to court and had votes thrown out and was saying the signatures was rigged and this and that, all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden now, I guess that's a crime to do what Trump did, you know? You know what I mean? Well, Trump's attorneys did go to the courts. A lot of courts didn't want to hear any arguments or said there was not enough evidence to hear any arguments. So he did go down that same route. And, uh, you know, if he took it to another level by the things that were done, will be decided by a court at this point. If you look at the the Electoral Act of 1887, uh, which was modified by the Democrats because Donald Trump used that in the, after the 2020 election, um, let's see what the courts decide as far as I, I don't think he's going to get a fair trial from a DA in Georgia who ran on indicting Donald Trump for something that didn't even happen yet. Um, you know, the same thing in Manhattan. You have district attorneys who are have have tainted their position by taking a political position of getting Donald Trump before they even saw any evidence, before they had any evidence. And, you know, I read a tweet the other day, a post on on Facebook, I think, the other day from the DA of Georgia <clears throat> doubting the election, the very election she's charging Trump now for doubting. Now, if he took it steps too far in some of the things, let a court prove that. That's what a court well, of law is for. They have to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt and let a Trump defense team defend themselves. And when it goes to the Supreme Court, I have I have every indication that it's going to be thrown out. Guarantee you. I don't even know if it will have to get there. Um, yeah. But but we'll see. Especially saying, the president, does. especially the president's records act, as far as the documents in Mar-a-Lago. I think that's going to end up in the Supreme Court because I think you're in unprecedented territory, and the presidential records act is not clear or specific on what constitutes declassifying something. And how how many how many times did they have to go to court to prove that uh, that uh, Gore won the election and he didn't win the election? And every time they counted the votes, it was one or two votes this way or that way. And for years, they were even given these colleges uh, grants to count the votes again, and they all came out the same way every single time. That Jack, was okay, though. Jack, two weeks ago, I played ten minutes of Repo of Democrats doubting the election and saying how elections were stolen over the years. I played ten yeah. minutes of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Story, now though. that it's in the courts, let the court system deal with it. And it's our job as the public to monitor and make sure the courts are on the up and up mm -hmm. and doing the right thing. But they're, they're you know what? One, one more thing. One more thing before I go. Um, Trump is uh, Trump. That's why Trump's uh, ratings is going up, because the American people, they know what's going on. They know. 
whether you're a Democrat or Republican, they know. Well, we'll see what happens, and we'll see how this moves forward. Again, I don't think this trial is going to be the the wherewithal that they think it's going to be because there's a thing called discovery where both sides get to check on things. Jack, yeah. I appreciate you calling. You have okay, a great thank weekend. Thank you. All thank right. you. All right, bye. All right. It's uh, 442 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it, Rob. Oh, Rob, by the way, I talked about Carlos Santana earlier today. I heard that. He's pol- apologized. He apologized? He apologized. For saying a man's a man and a woman's a woman. scientific truth. Yeah. I, I mean, if you follow the science, but just put your mask on because we're getting back to mandates again, right? Not doing quiet. it. Not doing it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I will be talking to you guys from home or not at all if that's the choice they make. I think I've made that clear. I'll be at your house, too. This traffic <laughs> update is brought to you by Pendela Data Internet. It is all jammed up on 81 between Waverly and Lenox. We had, That's all due to that construction that never seems to end. Um, we have a little bit Build of slowing. Build back better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I tried to find that, that commercial that he did for the 2024 about all the infrastructure. You're going to see cranes popping up in your town. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks. At any rate, we have no real other problems out there. Heavy traffic, North River Street in Wilkesbury might hold you up a bit. And then we have, um, oh, on Kaiser Avenue in Scranton, that seems bumper to bumper. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, W-I-L-K, traffic. Build back better. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy, low 66. Saturday, partly sunny with a few spotty showers, high 82. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, a little breezy at times and less humid, high 76. Currently 80 degrees and partly sunny outside at 444 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 448 here at the station, 80 degrees and partly sunny. Uh, before I get to some calls, uh, Rich Bill, I got you in a second. Um, Scranton Police Department has just put out a scam alert I want you guys to know about. The Scranton Police Department is investigating an incident where suspects claim they were from the Scranton Police. The suspects convinced the elderly victim that she was in trouble with the government and needs to make a payment via gift card and Bitcoin to avoid getting in trouble. Using a spoof call, the suspect advised the victim that he was Chief Carroll and that previous calls were valid and that she needed to make the payments. The suspect was able to make the number appear on the victim's phone as the Scranton police on the caller ID. Please be aware of scams like this and ensure you educate your elderly friends and family members. Once you hear any payment via gift card, Bitcoin, anything other than that, there's a, the red flag that it's a scam. But I just wanted you guys to know this. This seems to be going around. The Scranton Police Department just posted this on their Facebook page 24 minutes ago. Uh, and they're advising their community, and I'm advising you. And just because this happened in Scranton doesn't mean it can't happen in the areas around Scranton. So uh, be advised that that's happening. And, you know, call your your mom, your dad, your grandparents, and just let them know, hey, you get a strange call of anybody ever saying you're in trouble. Get the information and call me. I'll deal with it. Let me look into it. Uh, in the military, there's a big thing with that, especially with the service academies, because it's a lot of it's public information. Um, you know, everyone who was inducted into the, the Naval Academy or any service academy, that, that information is public and can be found. And they do their research. They found out family members that they can connect via social media, via, you know, searches, LexisNexis searches, whatever they have access to. 
And, um, you know, it's, it's my, my wife's mother got a call that sounded like my son saying it was my son, saying he was in trouble. You know, he's in a foreign country, deployed and got arrested and needed money. And uh, she thought it was him. And thankfully, she, she called us. And by the time the person called back, we already have been in touch with my son, knew he wasn't overseas and said, no, it's a scam. And, you know, we put that warning out there to other parents in that situation. And there were multiple who got similar calls like that. So, uh, you know, just be aware of anything like that. But once you hear Bitcoin, once you hear gift cards, you know, go to your local store and get a gift card for, you know, a store or anything like that. It's nonsense. You know, get the information. And again, here, caller ID doesn't help because... Very simple software, spoofs call ID to say whatever they want it to say when they call you. Uh, let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Rich from Laughlin on Jim Jordan. Rich. Thanks for taking the call, Rob. Uh, late last night, Jim Jordan and his uh, fellow Dem- uh, Republicans announced they're starting an investigation, and it's a good one. They uh, already asked all the prosecutors, including the Georgia prosecutor, if she talked to anyone else and scheduled all this, because they had almost three years to do this. And there's a bucket brigade set up here. Every time Trump wants to go to run on some important, there's another case that comes up against him. And they won't respond to him. And he also wants to know if they used federal money for any of this, uh, other, other than the federal prosecutors, that is. So uh, he's going to subpoena them when the House gets back. And uh, he's going to get some answers how this came about, how it's all synchronized so that every time Trump has a, has to do a major uh, uh, announcement or, or, ma- or to go to any of his, uh, where he's uh, trying to you know get votes and so forth, he's being blocked. And also there's another thing that may take place. It's a little weak, but Jonathan Turley and uh, Attorney Dershowitz said uh, some of the things, if not all the things, that Trump was involved with should fall under the federal law because he was a... Well, he's president, but he's more or less a federal employee. And the FBI should be investigating the fraud and not a local, you know, uh, prosecutor, a a county prosecutor. So that should have some bearing. Also, she should be recused because of her desire. She said she was going to get Trump. She was going to get Trump repeatedly. And as a prosecutor, you can't say that ahead of time. You're you're trying to charge the case uh, in a negative manner. And one other thing, the final thing is, you were talking about shrinkage. These are when stores get robbed, they're shoplifting that. The thing that annoys me is, aside from them closing eventually, if it gets real bad, we're going to pay more for the products because these people aren't paying anything and they're getting away with it. And I think the store should do more thing, more about it. Uh, otherwise, we have to pay for it, Rob, and that, that doesn't seem right to me. I'll hang up, and uh, you have a good weekend, Rob. Good luck with the with the furniture. Take care. I appreciate it, Rich. Thank you. You have a great weekend as well. Um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of melancholy on these GOP committee investigations they've done because they've done them, they've done them, they've said what they found, they've done anything, and it falls on deaf ears. And again, these are the ground rules being set up. So when there's a Democrat-controlled House. And they want to do their investigations and they say, hey, we found X, Y, and Z and we want to – they don't have any enforcement power. So it's got to come through the Department of Justice. And obviously the Department of Justice wants nothing to do with what they find in any of these committee hearings. It could be the smoking gun. They don't care. Uh, But those are the rules that are set up now. So when you have a Democrat 
House committee saying, hey, we found the smoking gun here and this and the DO Department of Justice tells them to pound sand. We're not interested. Um, you know, those are the rules you set up because that's basically what's going on now. Because, yes, they say they find all these things. They found all these connections, these shell companies, the money from here, all money went here. All these family members got money. What were they getting in return? There's no product being made. But then it goes nowhere. And, um, you know, answers are good, but I want to see more and more stuff done about it. You found the information out, now do something. Impeach, charge, do whatever you have to do to take that next step. I just don't want to see unlimited investigations that go nowhere because they do no one good. Yeah, they shed light on some things, but without some sign of enforcement mechanism, there's nothing that we can do. It's uh, 4.55 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Can you tell Jake's ready for the weekend? (laughs) It's the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It's 4.57, 80 degrees and partly sunny outside. Let me try and clear some of these calls. Bill's been on for a while. Bill from Wilkes-Barre wants to talk about the $700 for the Maui citizens. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, I read that FEMA is giving the people in Maui, Maui, Hawaii, Seven hundred dollars a piece in emergency aid to pay for for necessities because the people were burned out of their homes. Uh, New York City is paying three hundred dollars a night for hotel rooms for illegal migrants, and New York City wants more money from the federal government to to uh, help carry that. So I think we need we see what the priorities are. Uh, among the people who are running New York City and also a good part of the Democratic Party. The people in Hawaii are our citizens or they're legal immigrants, and we're only giving them $700. New York City is burning through that uh, two and a third days uh, for people who aren't even in the country legally. Yeah, I think New York City is spending $50 million a month on their illegal immigration you know, costs as far as housing, health care, you know, feeding, and everything else that, that goes with that. But you're 100% correct. And you know what? That $700 is going to be taxable at the end as well. Oh, I didn't know that. That's even worse. They'll have to declare it. But you're 100% right. Uh, I mean, they, they are getting other assistance, but as far as a cash payout, why would you give something so insulting to a community that lost everything there? And, uh, you know, Maui's one of, the, one of the most beautiful places in the nation. Just, just miles down the road, you have, you know, hotels that go for $1,000 a night, $12,000 a night. The presidential suite, suite at one of them, they said, goes for $12,000 a night. And that's one of the hotels that FEMA's staying at. But let's just give the people that we're going to put up in tents $700 to get, you know, some necessities back and forth. Oh, it shows you where their priorities are. It does, Bill. It does. I appreciate you calling and bringing that up, and you have a great weekend, Bill. You too. Thank you. Uh, and it is sad. It, it is sad what, what happened there, and you don't hear it talked about much anymore, do you? Still people missing. They still don't have counts for us, but they're not talking about it anymore because, you know what, there's a mugshot now. So the 1,000 people that were missing or 800 or whatever it is now, a lot of them children, don't matter because there's a mugshot now. Distractions. Look over here. It's uh, 5 o'clock here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back after these messages with the Rob O'Donnell Show.